We've got some fresh hey, young I'm talent. Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. We spent the last three years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world and how to create content that turns into profit. Ooh. If you would like to learn more about how to turn your content into profit, just go to contentisprofit.com. Oh, yeah. Do it now. It takes two seconds. Yep. Go real quick. We'll, we'll be waiting for you. No worries. Yes, we'll wait. We're here. We'll, that, just enjoy the beat. That turned out pretty good. So for those that are listening for the first time, guys, we actually do our intros live. We don't plug them in. I mean, this is just the third episode, but... We from, might plug them in later. We might plug them in later, yeah. But we decided for now that we're going to do them while we record the podcast just because it brings out energy and it just like gets it in, get us in the mood to talk podcast. All right. And what are we talking about today? Today we're actually... It's actually a, a, a sensitive topic for a lot of people when we tell them to publish. Go publish, <laughs> right? Go publish. And it is... People like, but... I'm so nervous in front of the camera. Can, can I do it? Can, can I do it, Luis? <laughs> yes, you can, Luis. For those who don't know, Luis number one over there. We call him Fonzie. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm technically, uh, technically Luis number, number two because I'm the youngest brother. Luis number one because you're talking first today. I know. It's, it's okay. Now we're now everybody's <laughs> confused. If you're watching the video, the one with the beard. It's Fonzie. Yeah, you can call me Fonzie. And the other one is Luis. That's a story yeah. for another day. Okay, so here we go. So, like you said, we actually go in, you know, into businesses and uh, we work with direct response content. And uh, we talk to different business owners, managers, especially on the fitness industry. And uh, they all want to make more money. They want to help more people. And yep. uh, in the previous episodes, we talked about that attention, right? More attention brings in more clients yeah you need to make money. noise so people can find wanna, out where you are exactly you know think about the big companies right big companies apple they make a lot of noise right think about big marketers right russell branson he's everywhere right i mean now. every probably probably everybody that you follow on social media they probably make a lot of noise someone that you follow on social media that is very recognized in their industry just just look at their social their social medias and i'm sure we'll you're gonna you, you're gonna realize they do a we'll lot give of you noise. like a minute where you can grab your phone go to your instagram and then go to your best your your favorite guru f favorite like influencer favorite uh business coach favorite fitness coach and then go look at how often are they posting what are their stories saying where are their stories like how how often are they showing on their stories right and uh you'll see what we uh what we're saying right now so anyways it's funny because when we go and we tell these business owners hey you gotta publish right and publish doesn't necessarily have to be live doesn't necessarily have to be you know high production video yeah it's that, consistency yeah and that's that's a good topic right there you know the high production video i think a lot of people when you tell them you have to publish they get scared because they think, oh, but I don't know how to edit. I don't know how to make these pictures look amazing. I don't know um, how to write good copy, right? And honestly, that is not... Like, publishing is not just about high production. I think more important that the high production is the quality of the message. But we're going to get into that a little bit later. 
Um, you were saying, Luhinez, sorry for interrupting. No, I was just saying just that. I mean, it's, it's like we're connected. <laughs> it's like uh, we're brothers. It's like we're brothers. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, going off of that, right, like it, people people get so hung up on what is the right equipment, right? What do, I don't have the camera. I don't have um, the microphone. Like, what microphone are you using? It doesn't really matter. Like, we follow this guy that has millions of followers, and his podcast is eight minutes long. And he does it on his phone as he drives to work. To work. Yeah. And it is incredible because the value and the message that he shares, that's what really matters, right? So obviously be consistent with the platforms that you're publishing. If it's a blog post, right? Just make sure that you have a computer, not a typewriter. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think <laughs> something that... I don't think Fonzie got the joke, but... Yeah, not a typewriter. Or it's a bad joke. <laughs> or it's late in the day. Um, I think something that people need to realize and we talked about this a little bit um in the episode before this one when we go to fitness studios right and you have coaches that they're used to talk to a lot of people all the time you know pump them up get them all motivated for their workouts and then we would put a camera in front of them they would get so scared right and i think most people's reaction to be in front of the camera is that just because I think they have some false beliefs in them that they think, what are other people going to think about about me, right? What are they going to think if I stand in front of this camera and I share my message? And the truth is harsh, but most people don't care. Honestly, most people don't care what you what you say in front of the camera, your message, right? And Or how by, you look. By, or how you look, yeah. And by they don't care, I mean... In, in a judgment way, right? Like, they don't care to make negative judgments about it. The people that care is because the message resonates with them and they want to listen to you more. So keep that in mind, guys. Don't, once you step in front of the camera, just think, hey, you know what? It's okay because nobody's going to be judging me on the other side. They're just going to be relating to my story, to my message, and they probably going to want more help. They want to listen to me more if they stick watching this piece of content. Yeah. So uh, back in the day when I was in the in the fitness studios and, and I was managing a couple of them, right? Uh, we will have, we had the front desk staff, right? That they will, like, it was more of a customer service slash sales job. And, um, you know, I was in the back and, and, and then I would come up front and to, to handle all these customer complaints if they were. Um, and at the end of the day, right, we were... The, the studio that we were working at was like trying to fight to to keep those members right but there was a day i remember this lady comes in she's been a member for you know almost almost four years since the studio opened and she just starts going ballistic uh to like the the front front desk staff that was there and th this girl is just like sitting there uh just looking at this lady freaking out right she, she's not responding back and I just hear this lady just go on and on and on a couple of minutes, just complaining about different changes that happened. It was in our all fault. It was kind of like a company policy. And uh, so I come out and I start having a conversation with this lady. Hey, let, let me help you out, right? Like what's going on? And and this change, uh, trying to explain, you know, why the change happened. Uh, there was really legit reasons of why this change happened, but this lady wasn't having it. And at the end of the day, right, I just, we sat there and I just grabbed a cancellation form. I gave it to her. I'm like, hey, lady, <laughs> I am sorry you feel this way. 
here's the cancellation form. If you don't feel okay or that we're your best choice at the moment, feel free to fill it out. Here's the, the cancellation policy, and thank you so much for your business. And uh, the lady kind of looked at us, and then she didn't sign the cancellation form. She just turned around and, and left. She was and just mad. She was just mad, right? And then she had to vent. But I think the lesson there is in the business, you're always going to have a, a, a customer or hopefully never are going to have a, a customer that is going to be so, that is going to complain like that. And when that happens is because the message does not resonate. So with the content and the way that you express your message, uh, you're going to be able to filter out people that you don't want as customers, which is great. So by being a little bit of, by, by being polarizing, right, by, by, Dealing and talking to your specific customer, whoever doesn't fit there, that mold is not going to want to listen to you and they're just going to wave away to a different person. But then the people that listen to you are the ones that you want to deliver value to, the, the ones that you want to do business with. And at the end of the day, that's what we started doing with people that were, you know, complaining. We stopped trying to save them as members even though they were angry, as soon as like, you know, it was a big issue, we start presenting them a, a, a cancellation form because it was a client that we were not willing to deal with. We wanted the people that, you know, were good members, that, that were happy about the value and the product that they were getting. So the same yeah. thing is through content. You can put that filter kind of like in front of Yeah, them. I mean, at the end of the day, it's one less headache to not have um, <laughs> clients like that, right? And like he's saying, your message is your filter. So you got to be clear in what you're saying. And if you're going to be nervous, uh, scared of what people's going to think about you, if you're in front of the camera, maybe your message is not going to come out the way that you really want to. So you can put, put those filters in place. So then you can work with people that actually wants to work with you. So again, going back to the main question, can you do it? Can you be in front of the camera? hundred percent. I mean, we've, We've seen the evolution ourselves, you know, the first few times that we did a live, we were extremely nervous and I'm, I totally accepted. Like I was very afraid of what other people think about my, my video, you know, um, every time I would see the notification, someone popping in, like, please, like you got a new viewer. I was like, I wonder who it is. You know, like, do I know this person? Like, oh, what are they going to think of me? And it's totally okay. Honestly, I found out about some of my friends that they are interested in what I'm doing. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, that's pretty cool. And the other day I was talking about this book that, I, that I've been reading and some of my friends just pop in there and he was like, you know what? Like, I recommend you this other book. You should go read it. Like, it's going to help you out so much. And I was like, man, that is so cool. That's amazing. So again, put those filters. Don't be afraid. And you're going to receive the feedback and the clients that you actually want to work with. Yeah, it's it's funny, you know how how the content is transitioning to everybody now is a content creator. Whatever you do, right? If, even if you take a couple of pictures and you post, you know, a couple of pictures a week, yeah, you're still a content creator. So uh, we're here to talk about how that content can turn into profit for your business, whatever that means to you. If it's retaining the the, the your current members, if it's acquiring new ones. And like we said before, content is not just on social media. Content is also email marketing, right? Content is also uh, the blog posts that you do. Content yep. is also, the, you know, any 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 kind of anything that you put out there that has value to you for that, your dream customer. That has value for your dream customer, and it makes them stop in their tracks and engage with it, right? Engage with it in maybe reading about it, commenting on it, or sharing it with other people. 
So that's what you want to create with your content, right? We don't want to just randomly make noise and just feed a bunch of content there that people just gonna scroll through, right? We want to make purpose, uh, content with purpose, with, with a set intention. So we know that people that's gonna watch that content, they it resonates with them. And we are actually offering value up front so then we can actually ask for either the sell or the call to action, right? We want them to take an action right after they see that important piece of content because they're going to be in the right mindset of, wow, this person can help me. You know what? I think, let me give it a chance. Let me give it do a you, try. Do you remember the first time you went live? Um, yes, of course. It wasn't that long ago. But I remember your first time that you went live. Tell yeah. about it. Tell so us about it. Are we talking about the Boise? Yeah, Boise. <laughs> Boise. So, Boise. So, you know, I was actually one of those people that, like, uh, I was terrified of going live on Facebook, especially because a lot of people now, you know, open their Facebook and they kind of filter it to the people that they want to do business with. And, you know, they join these communities, which is great, right? Uh, but then their message kind of resonates because they're like that. So I never used my Facebook that way. My Facebook was all my personal friends from, you know, probably 10, 15 years ago when when the platform started. And uh, honestly, I felt like I, I didn't feel comfortable saying that stuff because I, I was scared of being judged, right? And uh, as we started to learn about the content and marketing and all this in the last five years, we came to understand that that actually can work in your favor, like what we what we've been saying in the in the last ten days. So we went to this awesome three day um, immersive conference with a group of seventy other like business owners, and uh, we're listening to all these people speak, and they're massive publishers. Like they they, they publish constantly every single every day. day yeah. They have a very specific strategy around it. And everything is geared towards their sales machine, right? And uh, the people that don't want to listen to them, they don't. And the people that do receive a ton of value. And that's great, right? So one of the things was like, okay, guys, you have to publish. Like this guy, um, Steve, was, and we mentioned him in the, in the last couple episodes. He made $1.6 million inside of a room full of 600 people because he was able to bring his message to those people so he could bring them there for an event. Yeah, right? he, he he managed to deliver his message to all these 600 people that brought to, that he brought to the event through his content because that's, yeah. that's the only way he could have reached that big amount of people, right? Like, he was not co-calling them. He was consistently publishing intentional content, right? It had a, a purpose. It had, had an objective, and he managed to be bring 600 people to his event. To his event. Uh, I think it was Memorial Day weekend also. Yeah, so it, it was like it, a holiday. It was a holiday. And, and, crazy. and it, it was crazy. It was sold out. And uh, this is a guy that has been in that business for a year and a half. So to us, that's very impressive that in that short amount of time, he was able to make that much impact. And now, you know, we're part of, you know, his, his group. And in one of those sessions... Uh, they're like, okay, everybody now, all 70 of you have to go in and stand up, you know, go any, any, any place you like around this area and record your Facebook live. 
And I was like, holy moly. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is the first time I'm actually going to do this. But, uh, you know, because we're starting to do this, we have to practice, you know, what we preach. And uh, I did not go on Facebook. I actually went to my Instagram and uh, started talking. And I thought, okay, I'm going to do this really quick, like a minute. And then that minute turned into two, into three, into four. And then I ended up talking almost seven minutes, um, which was crazy, right? And um, I was talking with intention, right? Because we were building this program, uh, which, by the way, launches uh, in February 10th. Um, it's a six-week masterclass. Awesome. On how all these frameworks and how you can you create massively uh, distribution for the content with your purpose, right? So if you're interested, you can go to contentsprofit.com. And uh, drop us your email, your question, and we'll help you out. But anyways, so at the time we were designing- Shameless plug. Shameless pro- plug. <laughs> and uh, we were kind of designing, you know, that, that program. And I was like, you know what? Let's let's go make an offer. And uh, I talked a little bit on how we got there. And to my surprise, I got a ton of people um, at the time tune in, right? And uh, the feedback was great. You know, they, they saw the real Luis, you know, they saw, they saw how vulnerable I was because I was explaining how nervous I was to do this thing, like live on camera. And uh, the response was great. It was just great feedback. I did not sell anything there, but the purpose of the exercise was just to get it out there. Just, right? to, just to get confident in front of the camera, right? Like it's, and something I think we mentioned this when, when we started doing our 45 live challenge, as we were doing it, you, you start gaining a little bit momentum, a little bit of confidence, and it's a little a little bit addictive. You're like, oh man, like this is cool. Like this feels good to be in front of the camera, just being yourself and sharing your message with other people. Yeah, because uh, you know, like like we said, if you craft your message the correct way and you're clear and you know who you're talking to, it's gonna be really simple because the people that are attracted to that and that they need that solution are gonna levitate to to you. Right, and they're gonna provide great feedback, and they're gonna ask you for more, which is great and is addicting because now you're in a position that you can deliver so much value to those customers. Yeah, no, definitely. And um, just to go off of that, when we started our own business about three years ago, again we told our individual stories. Right, my brother was very busy with his job, and I was just kind of like trying to figure things out. And honestly, we heard it. Back then, we heard, you need to publish. You need to start publishing content so people can hear about you yep. and you can do more business. And I always had that in the back of my head. And every single time I'll be, oh, I'll start next week or, oh, I'll start next month or, oh, I'll have this this content calendar, right? And then I'll do it. But I would always find an excuse not to do it. I would always say, oh, no, I don't know. I don't have the time to create this piece of content or... I don't have the time to edit. I don't know how to edit video, X, Y, Z. I would create so many excuses that it holds us off for about three years, right? And again, we gave this a stat last last episode. The, the average person spends about two hours scrolling through Instagram or Facebook, just on social media every single day and making up Facebook live video an Instagram live video or taking a picture and writing a caption that can take, I don't know, five, 10, 15 minutes at the most. Right. And when you look the time that you spend consuming and the time that you spend creating, I think we should balance those out. Right. It should be maybe the time that you spend consuming 
we are fans that you should spend more time creating than consuming, but we know that is very difficult and taxing. But I mean, start trying to balance it out a little bit, make that effort, right? Because as soon as we started making that effort, we started gaining momentum, not only content wise and like the amount of content that we're producing that we're putting out there, but the response of people. The filters that we put, we're starting attracted the people that we want to work with, the people that we love, that we enjoy working with, and it has been a whole different, a whole different deal. So, we are buckling down on this 2020 to create more intentional content, right? I mean, using the frameworks and the structures that we have that we've learned um, to attract the right customers and do what we want. Yeah. So, you know, to, to go off of that, right? Like we, when we sit down with our clients, we, most of the time is, Hey, I don't know what to say. Right. It it, it takes me so long to, to figure out what I'm going to say every day, every day. Right. And, uh, some of the structures and the frameworks that we have, we can sit down for 30 minutes and figure out exactly, you know, the main topics that you are going to talk for the next six months, seven months, eight months. It really depends on how long is that session, but it normally takes about 30 minutes and we get good six months of content as far as like the frameworks and the ideas that we want to share. And then after that, there's a, a distribution process that you can do, but that distribution process can get really complex. So what we said is like, okay, just like we work with also sales funnels, right? And we say, okay, what's the minimum, like what? what the how, minimal viable funnel. Minimal viable funnel to, to make us, so just make it as simple, bare bones as possible, right? Uh, and, and very easy for people to make that purchase with content. How does that look like, right? The minimum viable content. Pretty I much, yeah. What are the minimum amount of steps you need to take so you publish, so your content is published, right? So from creation to already published in the platform of your yeah. choice, I, what I, are those minimal steps? steps that you need to take yeah so it's funny because um and i'll tell you exactly what that is in in just a second but like we we recommend people to go look at uh other people that they admire on social media and that they like what they're doing uh we can call it content hacking right they go hack that person and see what they're doing how many times are they posting what what's the type of post how are they publishing what are they writing about so then they can model after that person and then what what comes after it's like oh my god like i'm so overwhelmed because they do publish a lot and most of these people have teams behind it so what we did is like okay we designed the minimum viable content which only was a facebook live that we started as a facebook live and then a couple days after what we did is that that facebook live we downloaded it and then we just published it on linkedin right and that's That's it. it And uh, the challenge is for 45 days. We have data for the first 26 days, and we talked in detail about this in the last episode. But out of those 26 days, the total amount of production of literally filming the, the, the video, putting a quick caption, and then downloading and putting it on LinkedIn is about five minutes a day. Five minutes a day. And... Everybody, the the average person spends two hours on social media every day. So just take five to six minutes, record a Facebook Live. What can be valuable? And then at the end of the day, like if you have no topic, what happened to you that day? So if you're in the fitness industry, if you own a business, right? Just tell, document what happened in your business during that Facebook Live to your customers. They want to be involved. There's a reason people spend two hours uh, in check, social media, in social media, because yeah, they, they have needs and, and, they, and consuming they have, content. They have needs and problems, and they have questions that they want answered. Right? 
So, yes, a lot of social media is for entertainment as well. And if you can make your content educational and entertaining at the same time, it's going to be amazing. But don't... That deserves an applause. <laughs> thank you, thank yeah, you, thank yeah, you. Okay. But don't miss, the, don't miss the point that you need to create, right? And it doesn't have to be perfect from the get-go. It just needs to be done at first, right? Ready, fire, and then aim. Just start doing it. And as you go and you progress, you're going to get better. And you're going to start getting these frameworks and this, you know, like the actual sales psychology behind some of the content. And you're going to start applying it to your business. And it's just going to evolve automatically. Yeah. I mean, funny story. And for, for the last, you know, couple of minutes that we have here with you guys is uh, when we decided to actually launch a podcast... Uh, we got caught into that black hole of like, what equipment do we need? Like, what do we, and, and this is why you see this whole like gig of, uh, oh yeah, of, of uh, like equipment, the mics and, you know, the platform that we're using to record this podcast. But only, uh, the only thing that you need, honestly, for that podcast is your, your phone. Is your phone. That's yeah. it. it full, full transparency moment. Sorry, real quick. Full transparency moment. We actually, yeah, we got caught up, caught up in the black hole of like, oh, let's get all this equipment and stuff. And I mean, we did. We got the equipment and we recorded like we set it up in my room in our apartment when we didn't have the office. And we actually recorded like three episodes, maybe like three, four yeah. episodes. We never published them. They're, they're probably as bad as this one. We, ne <laughs> we never ooh, we never published them. Um, and then we didn't use the equipment for the longest time. We yep. didn't use the equipment for months. We had to sit in there in my room get like just like getting, getting dusty. dusty and then when we moved into the office we brought everything Still we set dusty. it up got <laughs> a little bit dustier and finally we're like you know what like 2020 this is the month where we gotta buckle down start producing even more content um just move a little bit we we feel comfortable now doing the lives okay let's now take on a little bit extra time a, a step forward and yeah. do and do the podcast right but Again, full transparency. We had this, but we didn't use it for months because we lack the confidence, not the equipment. Remember, yeah. it's the message over the quality of production. Yeah. So to summarize, right, and, and kind of wrap up, um, a lot of the issues, internal issues that we see when we deal with different clients is time. I don't have the time to do it. The confidence. The confidence. I, I, I don't feel comfortable doing this. Yeah. The, do I need the equipment? I don't have any of the equipment, right? Yes. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the equipment on the next episode, but uh, you can do it. And the only way to overcome that is to actually do it. To, the only way to gain the confidence is to actually do it. Think about when you're a kid, right? You try to walk and you fall every time and then you get up again and then you keep trying. Oh, yeah. So go back to basics. And don't overthink it. If you want to do something very quick, very simple, just do a Facebook Live telling what happened in your business that day. And then at the end of the, the video, just throw them a, a little bit on a, of an offer. Send them somewhere. If you have a landing page, send them to that landing page. If you have a phone number, send them to that phone number. And you will see how the magic happens. So if you want to see yep. the results of our 45 Live, just go watch the, the last episode. Yep. Because we, we say exactly after five minutes a day for 26 days, that we have data from uh, how much money we made uh, off of that. So no, yep. it's not just about the money, but you know what? But what are those benefits? Yeah, and uh, yeah, the message, the impact, and the purpose that you put behind your your content. But thank you guys, thank you so much for. Are we Gucci? 
Yeah, I think is, we're Gucci. Is, is this my cue? That's the cue right there. Thank you guys so much for hanging with us. And if you like it, feel free to like, share, and go to contentisprofit.com. And we'll see you next time. See ya. All right. Bye, guys.